know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! Ball Junk, episode 37, the Steve Penny edition. It's the Gas Man, it's Dirty Frank. How's it going? Uh, things are very good, I would say. I'm in vacation mode, lazy as fuck. Yes. Yeah, not doing a whole lot of anything. I was busy last week doing yard work and shit like that, but today I barely moved. <laughs> Well, that's kind of what you want to do in the summertime is yeah, it's hot barely move. Disgusting out today, so. It's too hot. I know people you know, don't complain about the summer because then you get the winter. Well, yeah, I think I prefer winter. Well, I, I've been to the beach a few times this summer. And, I've been uh, to the beach every week. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And today's n- not the best day for that or anything. Cause too it's hot. raining, overcast, and just muggy. As- do you go in the water? Do you go in the lake? <laughs> Buddy, I live in the water. Yeah, in the lake? Oh, yeah. You're going to Lake Ontario. Bacon Lake all day. That's impressive. No, it's Lake Erie, sorry. Low Lake Erie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I That's a to, little bit better. Yeah, Port Colburn. Right. Yeah. You got to go to the PC. Yes. I understand. Do you know who Steve Penny is? No. No. Oh. I was going to say he went off the board for me on that one, I guess. Uh, he, was, uh, he was kind of a hotshot goaltender in 84, uh, and uh, he kind of came into the playoffs as a, uh, a rook. Had a couple of shutouts and had a really good run uh, before they were eliminated. And uh, he ended up having a separated shoulder like a year later. And and then Patrick Wall Patrick was there. Can. So yeah, but he was he was kind of the man for about eighteen months. Hmm. I was just I didn't even know what hockey was. I was Steve little... Penny. I always assumed that the Lana Richie song "Penny Lover" was about him. I'm, you're also going off the board. <laughs> you don't know Lionel Richie? I know Lionel Richie, not Penny Lover though. What? No. So you got to get that uh, that can't slow down record, man. I'll put it in my rotation immediately. <laughs> I'm not. I've never been a big Lionel Richie guy. Eh, he's an acquired taste, I think. What about the Commodores? Uh, yeah, some Commodores. Yeah, yeah. Not that much, though. No, no. <laughs> Do you uh, would more you... like Four Tops or oh, Temptations? Yeah. Sure. Not, not really into the Commodores. Okay. All right. Yeah, to each his own. Mm-hmm. So a lot's been going on lately. Well, where did we last leave off? The Pelicans had won the draft lottery. Yep. I was you, you predicted s- that uh, that one of Zion or Anthony Davis would be gone. I thought both. From the Pelicans. Oh, you did. Yes. <laughs> uh, I really did. And I was still on the fence. I said I'm, I'm kind of back. But since then, it's like it was... A test from God, right. specifically for me. Uh, Zion, then like the Raptors. I know I don't talk about the Raptors a lot, but sure. I used to go to a lot of Raptor games right. since like 1995 and on. I went to at least one, if not up to three or four a year. Always the Hornets games and... I traveled to uh, Detroit twice in the first round to see them play uh, the Pistons and saw the Game 5, Chris Child's game. Well, it's Had a- our chests painted, got berated by fans in Detroit th- throwing popcorn at us. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, let's just say congratulations to the Toronto Raptors. Absolutely. Your, your 2019 I- NBA champions. And I loved watching that team. Out of all the Raptors teams, that was, my f- I think, my favorite ever. 
mostly because of Kawhi. I just like I've always liked his demeanor uh, and his low key uh, superstardom. And I thought uh, everyone on the, the a great team effort. I just I liked watching this team play a lot. Gasol at times was frustrating, but then he was really good at other times. So uh, it was awesome. I watched. I know we had groups of people watching every game, probably from the conference finals to the finals, beginning to end, and uh, it was awesome. Yeah, like a, a pretty incredible run. I mean, uh, looked uh, there were some questionable moments against uh, was it Orlando in the first round. Was Orlando? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, meaning that they didn't look great. And then uh, and then there was the, like, like the series against... Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Was that the second round? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Milwaukee again won the first two. Oh, and, no, sorry. Yeah, no, it was Philly, Philly was the was second, second round. Philly was second with the, yeah. with the shot. The shot. And, uh, like, what a crazy series that was. And, uh, you know, the, that... A sh- that shot is a, a memorable moment in sports that will yeah you know it's it's always going to be something that comes up when you talk about the most incredible shots in basketball and it was like what a week after everybody said that dame lillard dame lillard's uh shot was like the greatest shot ever yes and then right after well, that, at the same time being the worst shot ever right right it was again <laughs> it was you know like uh paul george was correct in that it was a really bad shot yes uh, but it happened to go in, uh, which I guess negates the fact that uh, you know it was wasn't a shot that I mean your coach would never want you to take that shot. No. Uh, but yeah, so that was an incredible moment, and then uh, and then yeah, right after that, you know Kawhi had the uh, hold my beer moment. What? You know, like when someone does something great. Oh and yeah, then, yeah, you yeah. Know, hold my beer. Well, the and then Milwaukee, they were down two two games. Two games, and the I'm first like, two. I was telling everyone. At work and stuff, like it's not over. The Raptors are going to win. Trust me. Oh wow! I thought for sure you'd be doom and gloom. No, 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 no. I always thought Giannis, you can shut him down uh, by like not playing as aggressively on defense. Make him shoot. He is not. He's a good shooter at times, but he's not the best. That's the flaw in his game, and that's basically what they did. And Bledsoe was terrible, and it all yeah. kind of fell apart. He was really bad. He's yeah. like a regular season guy, but come playoffs. Yeah. So I was, that was awesome. And then final series against the Warriors with the injuries. And I mean, they're, they did not play a fully healthy Warriors team. No. I mean, and everybody says, well, you know, if the Warriors were healthy, they would have beat the Raptors. Sure. But injuries are a part of the game. Well, and I know there were injuries during the regular season too, but the Raptors swept them in the regular season. Yeah. And they ma- I always thought they matched up really well against them defensively. Uh, and, and you always have Kawhi to guard whoever, well, either Durant or whoever their hottest player is at any given point, and you can mix it up there. So yeah. I always thought they were a good match defensively. But without, without Durant and without Clay, like, there's just... I love Clay so much. Oh my yeah. God. You so know, he was, it was, a, yeah, it was shitty to see him go down. And he was so good in that game, too. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a fun finals, and, uh, you know, it... Um, the 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 parade was a mess. Did you go? No, no. I was considering it, but then something come up, and I I, I couldn't go. And I'm really glad I couldn't go. It's, it's my aunt had to go to Toronto that day to, for work. Oh my god! And she said it was a nightmare. Like they they watched the parade and they enjoyed it. Like, but from her offices and stuff. But the actual like 
train stations, getting out out and into of Toronto were insane. I I can't even imagine what that was like. I mean, I don't understand how they weren't better prepared for it. I mean, I I know it's on a much smaller scale, but they do have parades year-round in Toronto. They have the Santa Claus Parade every year. Well, there's that and the fact that, think of Jurassic Park. There was like five layers with lines to get into it and all this stuff, and they seemed way more prepared for Jurassic Park. I know it was less people, but the same kind of principles apply, like how Absolutely. you how you separate groups of crowds and stuff barriers. Like that. They yeah. had no barriers. Yeah, so I mean, the parade was what three hours late getting started, and then it took five hours to finish. Yeah, I I really didn't watch. I watched a replay of the speech portion of the parade. I thought someone was gonna uh, reference Todd Stottlemyre. Oh right, yes, yeah. <laughs> but and, uh, and, uh, and like there were like no bathrooms for people to use like if you had like a, a local pizza shop or like a mcdonald's downtown i mean there'd be people in and out oh like you know just destroying your <laughs> bathrooms and like you know as, as if i was an employee of one of those places and, and the people are just going in and not buying anything like i would be furious that's why you make them buy something you make a fortune make a mint bro all of a sudden uh, a small coke is eight dollars that's right you want to use the bathroom dollar drink days are Party over <laughs> but yeah the, the speeches were uh were pretty good uh i mean Kawhi had a classic moment making fun of his own laugh yeah uh um i was glad to see that they did not give the microphone to marcus all who had been chugging bottles of wine throughout yeah? the entire parade. I- None of the speeches really impressed me. No, uh, no, I was definitely getting annoyed with Matt Devlin as I usually do. Right. But, <laughs> uh, anyway, I was. It was as all, a commentator or just? Well, I, I'm not crazy about him as a commentator, but he like he tries to act like so young and vibrant, and he's he this does. old guy, and just seems so fake. I, I I heard him uh, call a baseball game once, and he was tremendous. Yeah. And so that that might be more his That's speed. Good. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, Awesome that they won. I was super happy, excited. I mean, they're probably my second favorite team. Next to I, you know, I, I don't cheer for the Raptors, um, like mostly because I don't think the citizens of Toronto deserve anything good. Wow. Um, I just don't like that city. People are mostly, It's Canada's team, not yeah, just Toronto. But, yeah. People there are mostly jerks. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are, but there's some good people. I mean, this, you know, if, if the Maple Leafs ever do anything like that, I mean... Hopefully this will uh, make them a little more better prepared. They're going to have to be doubly prepared if the Leafs win. I think. It'll be terrible. I don't even want to be in southern Ontario if that happens. I do. You do? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm starting to like the Leafs. (laughs) i got to be honest. You're the worst person ever. (laughs) Uh, I like their team now. Congratulations to the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, that was really cool, too. Laura Branigan, Gloria. Coming back up to the top ten, the uh, yeah hockey playoffs are really good too. The hockey playoffs were were good. I've watched more hockey during the playoffs this year than I have in probably two years combined. Won some money betting on the Bruins to win the East, and it was all good. I was loving hockey and basketball playoffs. I enjoyed the uh, the moment after the Blues won the Stanley Cup and. On live television, all you heard was, oh, fucking right, boys! Oh, I, my, my friend and I have a running joke. <laughs> <laughs> we call each other as soon as that moment happens, and it's, fucking right, fucking A. 
We did it, boys. That's all they say. Goddamn right, boys. Fucking right. Like, that's uh, all they say. It's the best. And it's one of my favorite things in all of sports. It's always on live television. Yeah. Those, those good Canadian boys <laughs> and they're swearing. Oh, yeah. So it's, uh, that's always a highlight. That Stanley Cup moment. And so, like, back to the test from God. The Raptors win. Pelicans get the best trade haul ever for Anthony Davis. You know, and it's funny. I got a, a message on Twitter saying, when are you guys going to record next? And I said, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Uh, and I, as a joke, I said, we'll record right after Anthony Davis gets traded to the Lakers. And the next day, oh, yeah? the trade happened. And uh, and I was talking to you about it, and you had said in a text, oh, I'm so glad that he's gone. And just as you had sent that text, like 20 minutes later, I got a, another tweet that said, I can't wait for the next podcast where Frank talks about how glad he is that AD is gone. <laughs> and I was like, he just said that. I, well, it's I loved him. I still think he's one of the most underrated players in the NBA. No one ever was talking about him the last two years, and I think they were trying to force him out of New Orleans. I truly believe that. Uh, the media wanted him out of there. So they got what they wanted. But he played along. He he really gave very little effort uh, this season at all. So if you don't want to be there, I don't want you there. So at least I couldn't believe. I get that. I couldn't believe, and I know everyone's saying this, but knowing he was only going to go to the Lakers, what they got for him. They got it's a insane. lot. Well, they, they, I think the picks are important. And for players, and we'll see. I mean, Brandon Ingram could turn out to be great, or he could have a, a bad health, you know, mm-hmm. uh, situation. Lonzo could turn out to be really good, or he might still be afraid to shoot. And uh, but he's good at, on defense, at least. Yeah, he, he's he's not bad on. And defense. he's a good passer. And uh, you know, Josh Hart, you know, whatever, whatever that. Yeah, but still, you only had him for one more year. And if you kept him, he wasn't even going to try. Yeah. So whatever. I mean, obviously, if they don't get Zion. It's right. It's nothing. I mean, and but, the the picks aren't going to be super high picks. But then they traded the Lakers pick for th- yes, they got more from that. Yeah, for three other picks, and those three picks have been really good. Like in summer league, they made first and second team. I've watched a bit of summer league. Oh wow! For the first time, <laughs> and uh, the center Jackson Hayes and uh, the Canadian guy. Um, Michael Andrew Walker, something like that. He was averaging like 28 points a game. He looks amazing. So Wait, are you back in? Oh, I'm fully in. <laughs> <laughs> I've, never, I've never been more in in my life. <laughs> I follow. Oh, what a difference uh, one show makes. I, I, I feel like a piece of shit, but I don't care. <laughs> I am in, and I am following every Pelican on Instagram. I am watching summer league highlights track and all this stuff <clears throat> somehow and when i had kind of given up on things they hired the phoenix suns trainer and i didn't know that remember okay. the infamous yeah. training yep. step that they got him they got a new president of basketball operations and i'm uh, liking their decisions right now so so between new orleans over the last say 14 days who has made out better, New Orleans or OKC? Uh, it's a little. I would probably lean towards OKC, like that. They got how many? How many first round picks I saw did they that, get for I, Paul George? I was like, 
That's a lot. And then when you find out later, Kawhi only signed a two-year deal with an option. Like those teams could be bad. Yeah. That they're like, if he leaves there, those could be really valuable picks. So I think OKC did better. Uh, it's well, a yeah, because li- George and Kawhi could leave. Yeah. In two years, it's a little different of a situation because. Obviously, the Pelicans have Zion, and they're a little more eager to be competitive now rather than five years from now or whatever. So uh, I actually think they're going to be very competitive, and uh, Vegas currently, I think, has them in the playoffs. Uh, but, I mean... But they got they got four first-round picks for, for Paul George. Yeah, I know. It's great. And I, which is bananas. And in my opinion, AD is way better than Paul George. Yes. And, and then they got two first-round picks... And two swaps, plus two, one decent player, one okay player for, uh, no, they got the players, they got four picks and two players from from the Clippers yeah. for Paul George. And then they got two picks, two pick swaps, and Chris Paul for Westbrook. Yes. Which they could, I don't, I don't know if they I think there. both teams can swap, though, in that yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, or one of the picks. Anyway, like. Just oh, a lot of. Because we were picks. talking about recording, and I'm like, well, every time we were about to, something else would happen, and it's like, okay, now Westbrook's going to get traded. So right. wait and find out where he goes and all this stuff. So, I mean, I love, like, it's weird that we, our two teams, are kind of intertwined. Yes. And men, like, there was the old Chris Paul trade that got vetoed, yep. and now this whole AD scenario, and now my team is practically the old Lakers. Yes. And you have my superstar and yep. there's this weird uh back and forth there but the other thing that i was back in but i i guess i have to thank Kawhi for this ultimately the league seems way more wide open now if he had gone to the yes. list i thought he was going to the lakers for sure Me too. because in my mind i'm like if he goes to the lakers that's it they win three years in a row it's done well I've, like if you if your goal is to win yes and that's it not like it's your reason that they won. It's just a new big three, which in my mind would have been the biggest big three of all time. A hundred percent. Like it's over. So I thought, why wouldn't he? He'd be a fool not to, as long as you can get the max, go for it. And then when I find out he only was going to do a two year deal anyway, definitely it makes less sense to me. But the fact that he went to the Clippers and like all the talent is spread out now, I'm really spread out. Way more excited for the NBA. Nothing is a foregone conclusion. Obviously, Durant and Kyrie going to the Nets, like spreading not just across a conference, but the whole league. It's who knows. And it's, it's exciting again for me. It's not, well, we know who's going to win. Uh, we're just, and really, if the Warriors were healthy, they would have, they would have won, I think, personally. Yeah. Uh, I think it would have been close, though. But in my original prediction, I had Warriors over Raptors in the final. So it was pretty close. But I just, I'm, I don't know, I'm just so excited again. And I, although I watched Summer League semifinals, Pelicans got fucking hosed <laughs> on a bullshit call. This, the guy who won the MVP, Clark from Memphis, he fouls on every play and they don't call shit. And now I'm, now I'm already back into my old mode where yeah. Yeah, I'm fucked. The fuck the refs. It's <laughs> over. <laughs> so I'm happy. Uh, what you said, you said, well, there's always the Golden State way or, you know, drafting. And yeah. I think they might be on that path. They so. could be. I mean, uh, everybody says that 
Zion is going to be great. Uh, he's a big dude. His I, first play in summer league was amazing. Yes. Just ripping the ball out of Knox's hands. I think, uh, you know, that Phoenix Suns trainer is going to try to make sure he stays in yep. proper shape. Well, I knew right away. As soon as he got hurt in that game, I'm yeah. like, oh, they just want to. It might be. I doubt it's serious, but now they can not play him for summer league right. at all. Right. Just rest him. But, I mean, all over the league, like, I'm trying to think of even. There's been so many moves. I, I'm surprised, like, genuinely shocked that the Clippers are the favorite to win. Yeah, me too. And, like, everyone's. It seems to be a, a foregone conclusion. And I. Like, the Raptors were a deep team. Like, not necessarily deep, like, to the 11th, but, right. like, their first seven guys were good. And they could all play, and they all contributed heavily. Like, everyone, I know the Clippers were kind of darlings last year, but I'm still not buying it. I watched, like, they had games where they were super hot, like the comeback against Golden State uh, that I won money on. And, like, they, I, I still am not buying they're the favorites. I I, I would say unlikely. And if I'm giving an ultra bold prediction already. I will repeat it in October. Ultra bold. Clippers don't make the playoffs. <laughs> they are George or Kawhi gets hurt, done. Well, yes, and yeah. well, they've everyone was like they have a, a bunch of backup players and young players that looked good. I, I'm still not buying it. What if uh, what if they get Iguodala? I guess that that is a factor. Although, I mean. He was clutch a couple times in the finals. I I, I still think he's kind of done. I mean, they, he, they they could be like three of the best five defenders in the game. That's true. That's true. Yeah, but I'm I'm not saying I think they're going to be bad. Right. I just the fact that it ever of course the Clippers are the favorites. I kind of think the Lakers should be the favorites. Well, I think so too. I mean, like it's it's pretty clear that. Uh, the push for AD for MVP is happening this season. Well, all LeBron and AD will be motivated. Yes. Like they were, they're good when they're not motivated. So I think, and I don't know, just the benefit of being Lakers and being stars in LA is only going to help that team. So. I mean, and the, we'll get, uh, talk more before when we get, uh, well, we could just talk about it. Yeah. Now, I guess. I mean, the, the rest of their team is a lot better than it was last season. You know, like, they have all their role players. You know, like, Rondo came back, and they brought back uh, uh, Porter. Not Porter. Pope. And, uh, you know, they signed uh, Avery Bradley. Cousins. Uh, yeah, DeMarcus Cousins. They signed uh, <laughs> Jared Dudley. Um, who else do they got? Uh, um, Danny Green. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Javal McGee. I mean, Danny Green was bad in the playoffs. He was bad in the playoffs. So they've got a better rest of the team than they did last year. But uh, I think think Boogie's got something to prove, too. He might. He... He might also be a disaster. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, he... Even in the finals, he looked great at times and absolutely horrific at other times. But he loves... He does like playing with Anthony Davis. I know. I... That whole, there was a story that AD said he never wanted to stop playing with Boogie. 
I'm not buying that either. I buy it 100%. I think he wanted him out of there. Uh, I'm sure they asked him, we're going to trade Boogie. What do you think? And I think he's like, uh, yeah, immediately. Well, I mean, if that was the case, then I can't imagine that Boogie would be on the Lakers. Then well, now. that's why they had to put that story out. Because eventually he was going to get out that. No, dear. Of You're course. such a conspiracy theorist. Oh, all the. All these stories are like you can see the their agenda in the headline for everything. It's ridiculous. Uh, then the biggest thing, I guess, since then, Westbrook then going to Houston for Chris Paul, reuniting with James Harden. This seems like a disaster. Oh, I think it's a hundred percent disaster. <laughs> I cannot wait for this. Well, I then think- there, there was the rumor that him and George were going to go to the Raptors. That would have been very interesting. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think the it was uh, wasn't it once George left there was the talk of no bef- Westbrook before that it was Westbrook and George. Oh right, if Kawhi was staying for right Siakam and yes, I think for, Van Fleet. For, yeah, and uh, and Lowry wasn't it? No, I don't think Lowry. But don't think Lowry's in it. I'm not sure. I don't believe so. But uh, yeah, that was crazy. I'm I I don't know why I'm happy. I think it's better for my team that those two guys are playing together. That can only be a disaster. Everyone loves Utah. They, uh... Well, what did they do? I'm trying to remember what their big deal was now. I know, I just know that... They got, well, they traded, they did the trade with Mike Conley. Oh, Conley, yeah. that's Because that, that was really early. That was one of the first things, I think. Yeah, so that, that kind of kicked everything off. Yeah, so Conley, Donovan Mitchell... Oh, they didn't they sign uh, the guy from Indiana? I can't think of his name. Um, it'll come to me in a second. Uh, but they also they traded Derek Favors to the Pelicans as well, so he's gone. Oh, they well they have Gobert. One sec, that's killing me that I can't remember who this is. Um, Houston didn't really do anything else. Oh, Bogdanovich. Oh, right, yeah. Other than the, the trade, other than Paul for Westbrook. They, yeah, no. They not, didn't do anything no, no, else. No, really, no. So are, are they really going to be that different of a team than they were before? Yeah, I think Chris Paul was underrated on that team. Like, he he performed really well in the playoffs from what I watched. So, uh, And I was under, apparently, the stress of them disliking each other or not yeah. agreeing on anything. So... And then everyone was making a big deal out of the Ed Davis signing by Utah. Who gives a shit? Does anyone watch this guy? He's below average at best. Anyway, I uh, Utah they'll be both they'll be good. Denver people are relatively big on because they haven't made major changes, but they were really good last year. Uh, I I don't know. I'm Portland trying. did something. Oh, they traded for Hassan Whiteside. Yes. And uh, so Portland will be good again, I think. Yeah. I think, you know, Port- Portland's a playoff team. Lakers, playoff team. Um, you know, I mean, Houston will probably make the playoffs. And you're not sure about the Clippers. <laughs> no, I no, that's ultra bold. Right. Ultra bold. Um, Golden State could have a tough time. It's possible. I mean, it depends how, how strong Clay comes back. Oh, they got D'Angelo Williams. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Russell. I, or, what? Russell. Oh, D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> Was that a player though, D'Angelo Williams? A uh, football player, I think. Is it? Yeah. Oh my god. D'Angelo Russell. Yes. Uh yes. Yeah, so 
that's see. I still I don't buy Portland. I don't care. Well, uh, I mean, they're better. They're they got a better team than they did last year. Who do I think is going to make the playoffs? Uh, Denver, yes. Utah, yes. Clippers, yes. Los Angeles, yes. Uh, yeah, I guess Portland, Houston, Pelicans. And that's it, I guess. It's not going to be OKC. It's not going to be Dallas. I think that's probably the same eight on most of the betting sites as well. Yeah. A lot of them have, like, the Pelicans, Sacramento, and Dallas all kind of uh, are around the same. Now, in the East, Milwaukee didn't do too much. They No, they didn't. They really lost um, Cameron Brogdon. But that was what it. Oh, and the Pelicans got Reddick, which I just love. Yes, I remember I texted you about that, <laughs> oh. and you were very pleased. Well, I still remember. I might, I'm sure I've said this on a previous show. Stan Van Gundy talking about when he was coaching in Orlando and saying J.J. Redick was the only person on that team who gave a shit about the game of basketball. Hmm. So it reminds me when I coached softball one year <laughs> or a couple years, and me and my buddy went into the draft. We don't know who any of these uh, kids are, right? And we picked <laughs> uh, one kid, and apparently he he was amazing at baseball, like amazing. And when we drafted him, the guy at the draft goes, uh, that kid shits baseball. <laughs> so that's all he does is play baseball all the time. So uh, he we just picked him based on his name. Uh, but On his name? Yeah. What was his name? I, I won't say. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Tell me off air? Sure. Okay. Um, East still looks pretty bad overall. Probably the same eight teams in the playoffs, pretty much. Maybe Miami goes in instead of Detroit or Orlando. You think the Raptors make the playoffs? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, you know, Atlanta's still going to be... Uh, they, they're one team that could elevate, I think. Like, Charlotte's going to be way worse. Knicks are obviously... A disaster. What a disaster the New York Knicks are. I mean, not only did they not get, um, you know, like they, all they did was talk about how they were going to get both Kyrie and Durant, and not only did they not get them, uh, like their free agent signings were the, the amount of money they paid out for those particular yeah. free agents was crazy. I mean, they gave Randall, who I like. A lot of money, mm-hmm. and then they all in the same time. They got uh, Bobby Portis and Wayne Ellington and Taj Gibson. Oh my God, like what the fuck? And uh, Alfred Payton, like what are they doing? That's, I mean, I guess Al- that was all who was left. Alfred right? Payton was not bad on the Pelicans last year, but I think he was hurt eighty percent of the season. So, and a lot of his good games were like garbage time at the end of the season. Do you think a lot of players didn't want to go to New York because of Dolan? I don't think so. Okay. I think it's more just the team's bad. Unless you knew, like, unless you knew two or three people were going there, yeah, maybe you can make that happen, but it just wasn't possible. If they had won the first pick, it could have been a whole completely different scenario. Yeah, how do you think... uh how do you think the Celtics are going to be? Well, you were saying they signed Enos Cantor, Cantor uh, today. And they got Kemba. I think they'll be okay. Who did they lose? Terry Rozier? 
Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Kyrie, Kyrie, obviously. And Kyrie, right, yes. But well, I mean, oh, the other thing about Enos Kanter, um, he picked number 11, okay. which was Kyrie's number. Oh, really? And uh, they asked him why, and he said, I picked number 11 so no one else ever would, which is exactly the same thing that Kyrie said when he picked number 11 to play for the Celtics. Really? Yes. <laughs> wow. Which I think is funny. Oh, he's a shit talker. Oh, big time. Yeah, so, you know, uh, he. Uh, I thought he was going to say, I'll buy Cantor backs for everyone who has an Irving jersey and to s- stitch over top. Maybe. Fill, you'd fill it with your jersey immediately. He, uh, uh, he's big into pro wrestling and uh, he's, he's gone down to the that WWE Performance Center okay. a bunch of times <laughs> and I think that's where he wants to go when he's done with basketball. Okay, well, that explains his personality yeah, totally. a lot more. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, uh, this is similar to what you said about the Cantor thing. I guess the uh, uh, it was a player on the on the Toronto Maple Leafs, um, the Swedish guy that uh, Nylander. Nylander, yeah, he cha- he's changing his number to eighty eight, and he said that he would, uh, you know, uh, pay for people who had gotten his jersey with the uh, with the old number. Really? Yeah, that's getting pretty expensive. Yeah, there might not be that many jerseys, but uh, you know, it's like. Well, people are like, oh, it's disrespectful for him to take that off because to Eric, Eric Lindros. Lindros. I was like, fuck off. Big E. Yeah. There's two numbers that you can't take, and that's pretty much it. Wow. Did not hear about that. Nylander, yes. still, though, just a face you just want to punch yeah. in those insurance commercials. Oh, right, yes. He's in like a million. I hate that guy. Anyway. But uh, the Nets made a big splash. Yeah. Signed two big players. And then DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. I, I don't know. I, I, my gut is that is not going to work, that situation. Oh, I don't think so either. Um, what else happened? Uh, Derek Rose signed with the Pistons. Um, it kind of feels right to me. I don't yeah. know why. Do you think uh, do you think Chris Paul's going to stay with OKC all season? I mean, everyone is saying he well, like at least he's going to start the season with him with them because he's got a very uh, high priced contract. I think he might get moved. I wonder if he's the type of guy. Like I don't know. I was thinking about this in the car today. Like, how do buyouts work? Are there rules for the amount you can be bought out for? Like, I know he wants to win bad yes and like what how much money he would sacrifice to go to a true contender i know that matters to him so i don't know i don't know what options there are for that stuff because he's i think he's still got 140 million on yeah, his contract he's got a he's got a rough contract i wonder how much someone with his personality would be willing to sacrifice i really do he wants to win he knows what his shtick is like never he, never won when it counts always got injured when you know he so wishes he could be on the Lakers right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Who doesn't? Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, apparently, uh, LeBron is going to play point guard to start the season. Makes sense. So I, th- I think they're going to be really good. Yeah, like uh, I'm. You know, like Simmons was talking about it on his podcast about uh, like you know they think that LeBron is really going to do everything they can to get AD that MVP title. Yeah, I mean. I think it's really just a matter of perception. He yeah. was, he's always been that good. No one talked about him because he was in New Orleans. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if he you know does the thirty and thirteen, you know. But he, 
honestly, his effort was lacking there, especially on defense. Towards the end, yeah. You know, for sure. Even, like, other than the playoffs the year before when he was amazing and the run to the playoffs without Boogie, that's, that's like, what he's capable of, which yeah. is insane. They're, uh, I think, yeah, they're both going to be very motivated yeah. to, to win, so... Um, I think it's going to be a really good season. I hope they um, they burst into flames and it's a disaster, but I just don't think that's going to happen. So who... And yeah. remember everyone talk, like everyone is like, LA's done. No one wants to go there. Uh, yeah, it's like the, uh, how, All the mile. I'm so sick of people talking about mileage and right. how hours, games played. Like, what, what's it going to come to? Stop practice then. Those yeah. are miles. Why yes. do we practice? If these things are so every ounce of uh pressure you put on a muscle or a joint is so so important and adds up over time why do why practice why move why not sit in something that like transports you to the game and you get out so you don't put any extra stress on you it's so stupid i'm so sick of hearing about that and uh well i mean just the the fact that you know everybody was talking about all that nonsense and i think we learned that other than Woj, nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about in the oh, press when it comes to the NBA. I mean, when you look at all the Kawhi stuff, I mean, um, and I, I love Jalen Rose, and he was like, I'm 99% sure that he's staying with Toronto. And, and one person said that the Clippers were out, and it's between the Lakers and, and the Raptors. And there is no way that Kawhi is going to sign a two-year deal. It's going to be for the max. And, and everybody was wrong. Yeah, of, of course. Except and, Woj. Yeah, well, he's not reporting until he knows right. what's going right. on. He doesn't speculate no. anything like that. Yeah, and I mean, part that's what part of these shows are. It's just like, we have to talk about something for yes. three hours every day. But so. everyone was wrong. They're all wrong about every... Like, yes. they're often wrong. And Broussard, I, he was wrong. I saw he's always some, wrong. I saw some video on YouTube... Rachel Nichols lies on air. <laughs> I, I, like, I have to watch this. And lies. she's saying, talking about like defense, uh, whether or not, which player was it? Was it all defense? Oh, Clay Thompson. She says, I voted for him, blah, blah, blah. And they checked. She only had two voting ballots, and she's never voted for Clay for all defense. So she was blatantly lying oh, dear. on TV, uh, which I, I, mean, I don't think it's that big a deal. But it's. Uh, it is interesting. Like they just have to talk. I I can relate. Even doing podcasts, you have to sure. say stuff. Yeah, you get stuff wrong. You you say stupid stuff. Like well, as as a, as a you know a person sitting in Welland, Ontario, Canada, and you say you know ultra bold prediction the Clippers <laughs> like like you know that's not going out on in national no, and news. I'm, it's and half stuff. a joke, right? Yes. Like, but it's still like they're no, doing the same thing. Yeah, exactly. No one who listens to our podcast like really puts much uh, you know unless you probably should have bet when i predicted the pelicans were going to sweep portland in four games you probably would have won a million dollars <laughs> but other than that i i still don't think we're that far off in terms of accuracy with stuff like anyone can pick favorites we all know well, sure yeah. like that's not where you make money uh but i don't know it's just ex- it's exciting again everything is fresh it feels like a complete tectonic shift we're in the league, and I'm I couldn't be happier. Oh yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Where's Where's Brooke Lopez playing? Is he in Milwaukee? Oh yeah, both Lopez's are in Milwaukee. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for the Lopez brothers. Brooke Lopez, with Giannis. like, well, 
Brooke was he was shooting threes like crazy against Raptors. Yes. He was like hitting everything. I'm yeah. like, who is this fucking guy? Well, I, I was mean, losing my mind. I was throwing shit. I well, he was, he was pretty good when he was on the Lakers. So, and I understand why Luke Walton wanted to keep him. But I was, I was kind of bummed when they let him go because he played really well. Yeah, Milwaukee will still be good. Uh, they, I would assume, are favorites in the East. What, uh, what did you think about the Iguodala trade that kind of came out of nowhere? I don't. I don't even know the details of it. Well, I was just you know all of a sudden he was traded. And I think that where was... where to? Who bought him out? I can't remember. Who. Well, he hasn't been bought out yet by Memphis. Oh no, they think they can trade him. Right. Uh, no one is going to give any might. value. But well, I suppose. But I, I suppose you get something for nothing, maybe. But uh, um, like uh, Sean Livingston, he was he was waived by Golden State, and I think that was all to get money to get Russell in there. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, uh, Sean Livingston has got, what, four rings? I mean, he could be a valuable uh, bench guy for a team. I don't know. He, no? He was pretty bad last year. Real well, bad. Yeah. Well, because they counted on him too much. That's why. I don't know. I mean, yeah. with, with a healthy Duran and a healthy Clay, he's not playing that much. That's true. So I, I, I think that kind of uh, affected that. Um, Gallinari is the guy from who went to OKC who's pretty good. Correct, yeah. Yes. I, I like to me that's a big loss for the Clippers. No one's really saying it, but yeah, no, it is a it is a big loss. Um, uh, Horford went to Philly. We haven't really oh, yeah. talked about that's, that yet. Philly's a Horford. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, and uh, they re-signed Simmons. They re-signed Simmons, and you know if if Embiid could you know get himself into shape, you know, um, I like you can't. The NBA is. Uh, it's a different game than it was like when, when Barkley played when he was a you know was a, a bigger guy you know and uh, uh, you can't really be that kind of shape in the NBA and nowadays. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I I'm not that up on his injury history. I know he's been injured a few times, or like he was always playing with some mild injury. So right. as long as that alleviates that concern, I think that's fine. Uh, Philly will be interesting. I, I mean, the Raptors-Philly game, people say it was the defense, but to, to me, both teams played like garbage that series. Right. Like, that, was yeah. an ug- that was ugly basketball. In particular, the Kawhi Game 7, that was – both teams looked like shit, and I couldn't believe uh, the, how much the Raptors improved in the next series. So it could be both teams were really good on defense. But and, – oh, and Jimmy Butler to the Heat is the other – Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the heater, they'll be mildly better because of that. But Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Isaiah Thomas trying to keep playing, and he signed with uh, Washington. Uh, they're going to be a bad team. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricky Rubio went to Phoenix. Kind of surprising. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a good player. You, th- you think there would have been a, a market on a better team for him. Well, I remember their series against OKC. He went pretty hard at uh, Westbrook, and he played really well. Yeah. So Rudy Gay re-signed with San Antonio. I didn't even know he was still in the league. Yeah. You know who really did nothing, unless I'm missing something? Sacramento. Yeah, I don't think they'd... Um, Corey Joseph. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's That's all they really did, and... I mean, uh, and oh, they got Trevor Ariza. Not, I'm, I'm not moving. Nothing is changing about my. No, right no. Now. no. <laughs> <laughs> You're not excited about Trevor Ariza. No. 
And yeah, I think that's about uh, it. I'm, you know, I mean, uh, I'm excited for Zion. I'm excited for a shifting of the league. I'm excited for hopefully Houston to implode. It's going to be fun. Yeah. No, I I, I think uh, I think the season is going to be uh, is going to be excellent. I'm looking forward to trying to figure out how I can possibly stay up to watch Laker games. Um, no, getting up at four thirty in the morning Eastern time is. Yeah, that's not. It's tough when uh, when they don't start till ten o'clock. You're fucked, bud. Yeah. So weekend games and uh, when they're on the road. Yeah, because the they usually play Sunday too. So. Yeah, it's not good. No, it's bad. We just got to get that Adam Silver to start making the games seven o'clock across the board. Well, I heard. Uh, I was listening to the Zach Lowe podcast today, and they were talking about some kind of channel similar to the red zone in the nfl right where like i'm surprised i i mean i know there's a reason for this i couldn't think of it off the top of my head why they don't stagger games by like a few minutes so that like that would make that channel way more entertaining right the way kind of ncaa tournament staggers games so but i i'm assuming it's because of like but diehard fans are going to watch their own team and that's like the on football they set it up at the same time so that you can't avoid commercials basically right. but yeah. they still have the red zone on that so i don't know that would make things interesting if you know you always had games to watch and something exciting happening but i'm pumped i'm a complete hypocrite and i am back is the is the next season schedule hasn't been made yet I don't right think so, no. all right so give me the 5 Best options for the Christmas Day games. Uh, obviously Lakers. The question is, who do they play? It's either Clippers or Pelicans on Christmas Day. Probably, probably Clippers in terms of wide appeal. But like the fact, all of LeBron's ex teammates hating them, and I could see those games being really intense. And AD, well, hating I, I think Zion on Christmas Day against it could be. Against okay. AD and the, I think that's the game. Okay, Pelicans Lakers. I think you do Pelicans Lakers. That's probably in LA. The late game, probably. Probably no, nah, no. I think it'll be the fourth game. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, what's the early game then? So uh, somebody on the East, uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn will probably be in a game against uh, Philly. I think I know. I think Philly might be afternoon. Okay, because maybe the Raptors. Maybe the Nets Raptors, because but the because Raptors aren't going to be that popular. No, no, and no, it's no, usually no. like a good but unpopular team at that time. Okay, maybe I'm not sure about that one. Maybe maybe uh, maybe Clippers Boston, so you get the Kyrie Nets thing. Nets Boston Nets Boston yeah, yeah. so no, Nets Boston okay, Nets will Boston, be your Nets first good. game yeah, uh, and then Philly will play. Who would Philly play? Miami. That might no. be a Toronto rematch. But really, who's going to watch Toronto? Okay, so, well, Tro- if, then would it be Raptors, Clippers? I'm not even sure the Raptors are your, in your top ten teams. Oh, I know that, but I'm thinking, like, rivalries are stories. Because the problem is, KD's not, not going to be playing. Right. Clay's not going to be back yet. Right. So, who's actually got guys playing that are going to matter in a rivalry? Yeah, well, that's why I think the, the Nets-Celtics works. Oh, I, that def- that. 
That's in. That's a right. lock. And then, and so what else we got? Uh, Houston. Who would Houston play? They're not going to play whole KC. Would they play Portland? Houston, Portland, maybe. Yeah. Did who did Portland knock out Houston last year in the playoffs? No. Portland knocked out. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. Wait. Maybe they did. I think they might have. Yeah, because it was Portland, Golden State in the conference yeah. finals. Yeah. So maybe Portland Houston would be a good matchup. Okay. Um. I'm with you on that. And so we need someone for Philly to play. Well, they're going to want Milwaukee, I would think. Milwaukee, Philly. Duh. Yeah, Milwaukee, Sorry. Philly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So there's that's four games. And then who do we not have in a game yet? I think we've got all the major teams that did something. The Knicks are not going to be on top. Well, television. we don't have the Raptors yet. And we don't have Golden State. Raptors, I mean, we, Golden State. You can do that. Finals. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. That's a that's a great day of basketball. Pretty good. I'm 100 percent in for that. That Pelican, if it is Pelicans Lakers, that's pretty crazy. It'll be a merry Christmas <laughs> for one of us. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully, it's a late game. We could, we should watch that together if it is. Yeah, we could. Because I'm done my Christmas shit by then. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, I won't have uh, anything else to do. Um. But yeah, so we mentioned earlier that uh, Blues won the Stanley Cup. Not much uh, really super exciting happened in uh, the NHL offseason. The Canadians made a terrible attempt at signing a player to an offer offer sheet. Uh, And uh, that didn't work out well. But there's still, you know, uh, Mitch Marner's still out there. Patrick Liney's still out there. It's like the exact opposite of the NBA. Yeah. Nobody's... Well, I, I, TSN must be snapping. They all their, their eight all day free agent trackers. I think the problem is that uh, you know both of those guys just want like a five year deal. Well, that, and, and like if you're going to sign somebody to an offer sheet and give up I mean, the amount of money they're going to, it would be four first round picks. So, do you want to give up four first round picks for a guy for five years? No, you want to sign him for eight, nine, ten years. Well, I mean that's the thing with hockey too. The yes. contracts are so much longer. Right. So yeah, yeah. The the length is is so much longer. So that's why those guys are getting installed. And you know the the Leafs are kind of playing, you know, uh, a, a rough game with Marner. I mean, obviously they want to come back, but they don't want to pay him what he thinks he's owed and deserved. I think they're trying to get there, though. I think if it, if they weren't going to pay him, it would by now it would be a done deal. Like he'd be gone already. Right. I think I think they're working together. Right. Well, I don't know about that. I just think that like he seems to be pretty steadfast on only wanting five years. And that's kind of the thing that's keeping anybody from giving him that offer sheet, which the Leafs would more than likely match huh. and get it off the table. But it's that five-year thing. Like, like, Do you want to risk four picks for a five-year player? And I don't think you do. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean, unless you are one of the top teams already and you can somehow fit that contract in, then like the Canadians wouldn't do it because that doesn't necessarily make them a Stanley Cup favorite. Um, Columbus wouldn't do it, you know, and so it's 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 a tough situation. So who knows how long those guys are going to sit on the sidelines? But that's really the only story um, because yeah, like it's everything happened in the NBA <laughs> this yeah. free agent period, and not much really happened in the NHL. Anyway, so let's uh, let's move on, and uh, we t- I I thought about doing another round of uh, likely or unlikely, 
uh, because we did it this time last year for the NBA and we had all these scenarios, but everything's already done. Yeah. Like there's, we could have one likely, or we'll just do it right now. Chris Paul plays the entire season with OKC. Likely or unlikely? Unlikely. There you go. <laughs> That's okay. No way. Likely. Likely. You think he's going to stay? I just like the way you said unlikely. Likely. Okay. Yeah, I think he's staying. All right. So it's funny how you mentioned that you uh, picked a player on your softball team just based on his name. Because I've got a game of real or fake involving athlete names. Really? Yes. This is good because I, I don't like you said. I, it's easy to go off the board with me. I, oh, yes. I don't know as many. Now is this in history or yes? Current, so not, current I, no, no, nothing current. Well, there's a couple of current maybe, and some of them are gimmies that you'll know right away. Uh, but uh, so yeah, I'm just going to give you the name of an athlete who was good at their craft, and then uh, they have an interesting name, and uh, some of them are made up, and you just got to tell me if it's a real person. Or a fake some fake name that I made up. Okay. All right. First one. These are, these are funny names. Uh, Dick Pole. Real. Chicago Cubs. Yeah, yes, I've heard that one. Uh, Richard Richards. Fake. Correct. You're gonna keep track how many you got. Okay. You gonna remember? Mm-hmm. You've got two. Yes. Uh, Rusty Cunts. Fake. It's real. <laughs> Kansas City Royals. <laughs> nice. Is it Koontz? Uh, maybe. Uh, Pete Lecoq. Real. It is real. Another Chicago Cub. I know Pete my Le- Cubs. Pete Lecoq and Dick Pohl. <laughs> uh, Robert Roberts. Fake. It is fake. Dick Hard. Fake. Also fake. Wow, you're doing well. Duana Boner. Real. It is real. <laughs> Phoenix Mercury, WNBA player. Milton Bradley. Real. 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 Uh, Jan Hooker. Fake. Correct. Peter Too Peters. Close to Jan Hooks. <laughs> Peter Peters. Peter Peters. Fake. Real. Washington Capitals goaltender. Sandy Beveridge. <laughs> Sandy Beveridge. Sandy Beveridge. <laughs> Fake. Real, my all-time favorite Hamilton Tiger Cat. That's a good one. <laughs> Sandy Beaver. That's the worst, too, at the yeah. beach. Dusty Stubbs. Real. Fake. Fuck. World Be Free. That's real. That is real. <laughs> Guy Wimper. Fake. Real. New York Giants. Jonathan Jonathan. Real. Fake. Fuck. <laughs> John John. Uh, fat Lever. Fat Lever. Fat Lever. Real. Real. Mike Hunt. Fake. Uh, that, was that right? You're correct. Yeah, Here. fake. Uh, Doherty Nordby. Doherty Nordby. Doherty Nordby. Real. Norwegian Curler. Everyone knows Doherty. Steven Stevens. <laughs> These fucking first. <laughs> uh, fake. <laughs> correct. Uh, Dick Trickle. Real. That is real. How many did you get? 14. That's pretty good. 70%. Yeah? Yeah. 20 of them? 20. I'm good at math, yeah. too. Oh, wow. That was a good one. You like that? You like, 
you won't believe uh, how much I made myself laugh putting this together today. <laughs> Can I see this? I just love that you'd put... You, there was obviously the one real Peter Peters. Yeah. And then you did Richard Richards to Robert Roberts. Jonathan Jonathan, Jonathan and Steven Stevens. It's <laughs> good. And I fooled you on a couple of those. Real or fake? Yeah. You did well. The non-Magic Johnson tweet I did. Yeah. Though, speaking of, that guy has been unbelievable on twitter who magic johnson lately oh yeah oh my god first thing he did i know he sent me one in a text right after guy- the trade was like congratulations to rob palenka and 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 genie um bus genie bus on an unbelievable trade and bringing and like and it was just like tweet after tweet congratulating rob palenka on great signings and great moves and it was unbelievable it was like this man is bananas <laughs> I mean, all that shit that he said, and then like two weeks later, he's like all in. Like, I'm a Laker. We're gonna do it. What a great team! That's his legacy, though. He yeah. can't have the late. Like, if Lakers fans stop liking him, that's actually it. Magic Johnson. Also, a funny athlete name. Yes, <laughs> I think Jay brought that up out of nowhere on a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, like yeah, he's just been. Just, like, I want to say obnoxious almost that uh, with the stuff that he's just saying now. Well, his tweets are obnoxious. So. Yes. And anyway. actually, when the content starts getting obnoxious as well, then that's the double whammy. That's true. Uh, balls around the world. I've got some good ones here. Okay. Um, you're a fan of metal? Yes. You like Ghost? You like Metallica? Copper? Aluminum? Sure. Music? themed metal okay that's what i'm what i'm getting to yes i'm uh, not hardcore though like i'm not what do you mean like i don't like like i know other people you don't that, like that black re- metal or death re- metal yeah, like that really like metal i'm a casual metal fan right but you like maiden yes you like priest yeah the major motorhead story. yeah all right um do you like knitting no no what if those two things were combined heavy metal knitting yes the Heavy Metal Knitting Championship just recently took place. Do we, is this like the first annual? Or? <clears throat> oh, we'll get that. Armed with needles and a yarn of wool, teams of avid knitters rocked at the first ever Heavy Metal Knitting World Championships in, take a guess, Helsinki. Wow. It was in Finland. Oh, okay. Not Helsinki, though? Um... I don't believe it was actually in Helsinki, but great guess. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I, um, that's what I think of when I think of metal, and com- I don't know why. Competitors named Wolf Looms, The Bunny Bandit, and Nine Inch Needles. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Showcased their knitting skills while headbanging to heavy metal. Took place in a packed square in the small town of Yuensu. You want to see how close that is to... No, I just wanted to see some pictures. Uh, 200 spectators showed up. Did you know that Finland has the highest number of heavy metal bands per capita in the world with over 50 bands per 100,000 people? I didn't, but in my gut, I kind of knew. That's, I think that's why I guessed Helsinki. So it was last week. 
the competition saw participants from nine countries, including the U.S., Japan, and Russia. And it was a Japanese performance by the five-person Gigabody Medal that clinched the title with a show featuring sumo wrestlers and a man dressed in a kimono. Hmm. I saw that picture. Did you? Mm-hmm. And did you not know what it was from? No, no, like what well, right oh, now. Oh, just right now you saw the... You not saw even it. close to Helsinki. No, but no. you got the right country. Yeah. That's pretty good. Not bad. I'm impressed with that. Um, there's a terrible story from the pitch. Uh, Spanish footballer Mariano Bitolo was involved in a freak collision with a teammate where his teammate's cleat sliced open his penis requiring 10 stitches. That sounds awful. It sounds horrible. He was seen rolling around in agony and pounding the floor in sheer pain before being immediately substituted off. Game ended with no score, and Mariano won't be scoring for a while either. Yeah, that's conjuring up mental images which are not pleasant. Like, kind of like the, when uh, Jay showed us that apple yeah, when we recorded the, <laughs> the Spider-Man podcast. Did not enjoy that at all. Uh, also, not an apple. <laughs> And uh, have we ever talked about ferret legging before? Hmm. Is this where you get a ferret to race up and down your leg or something like that? Sort of. We haven't, but uh, yeah. So uh, to be part of ferret legging, you uh, secure your pant leg at the ankles, uh, both ankles. You drop in two par- uh, two ferrets into your pants, and you pull the waistband tight, and whoever lasts longest wins. <laughs> Not fun. Uh, I had a squirrel drop out of a tree in front of me the other day and almost shat my pants. Here are the the rules, though. There are rules to ferret legging. Contestants must be sober. Uh, Ferrets cannot be sedated or have their teeth or nails filed. And written consent from women expecting to have children with the men must be given. (laughs) Interesting. Yes. Where, Where does this take place? Everywhere? Everywhere. Uh, 72-year-old uh, Reg Meller's record of 5 hours and 29 minutes stood for 29 years before being beaten by 67-year-old Frank Bartlett, who lasted one minute longer. Most competitors bail in less than a minute. Wow. Some wide array of scores there. They should... 5 hours and 29 minutes. What about this? Survivor... Like, like, what would you call it? Like Montana or like in the deep woods. And we get into some challenges like that rather than standing on a pole. We'd get some ferret legging. I'd be interested in watching that. Let's keep it in the USA. Survivor USA, Alaska. <laughs> Change it up a bit. Um, have you ever watched the show Alone? No. It's uh it's sort of like Survivor except you're by yourself. Yeah. And uh you're like dumped in the forest and you have to record everything yourself. You have all the cameras and set up and all that. Have you, you you've never heard of it? I've heard of it. Oh, you have heard of it. I I I've never watched it. I have heard of it. Um do you remember a wrestler by the name of uh Hardcore Bob Holly? Mhm. He wants to be on that show. Nice. And I would watch it if he was With on. Hardcore Holly. Yes. Was any part of the body Donna's? No. Wasn't? No. That was Skip and Zip. 
No, sorry, with Sonny. Wasn't he with Sonny? No, no, he wasn't with Sonny. That was Body Donna's word. He was just in a tag team with his, uh, with his cousin Crash Holly. They was were there, Hollies. Was there a third Holly? Molly. Holy Molly Hollies. Holly, yes. Uh, Hardcore Holly. Originally, when he first got to the WWF, he played a, uh, like a NASCAR driver character, uh, Sparky Plug. I remember his, You remember Sparky Plug. And then he became Spark Plug Bob Holly, and then uh, he started doing the hardcore matches and dyed his hair blonde and just legit started beating the shit out of people. <laughs> hardcore. Yeah. Sparky Plug. <laughs> Not a great character in no. WWF. Uh, all right, so that's uh, Balls Around the World. Let's get into some uh, sack time. If you want to send us a comment or question, you can uh, email it to us, uh, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, send it to us on the Twitter, at balljunkpodcast, or at the gas man lives. Frank, still not back on Twitter? Are you ever coming back to Twitter? Doubtful. Are you on Instagram? Not revealing that. Not revealing that? Facebook? Nope. Nope. Snapchat? Nope. Uh, Vine? Yes. YouTube channel? No. Tout? No. Do you remember Tout? No. Okay. It's the best thing I've ever done. Getting rid of Twitter? Yeah, and Facebook. I mean, no more. Get rid of all that social media. Love it. Is it freeing? Yeah. What made you keep Instagram? I just, it's more personal stuff. Like stuff, okay. Like not sharing random things and political stuff and... Oh, you don't share political stuff. No, I don't see it shared. Oh, I see. I see. I just totally burped into the microphone, and that was Couldn't because tell. of that Stella I drank. Uh, Sack time. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. Uh, the first one is, uh, I always mess up this guy's name, Chandon. Shandan. Let's just go with Chandon. Chandon. Uh, greetings. Ballers of the Storm. Last uh, April, so three months ago, during a WWE Hall of Fame ceremony induction, long-retired legend Bret the Hitman Hart was shockingly attacked Mm -hmm. by a questionable fan, more like a psychopath, during his speech. The man's statement as to why he did it was alarming. He said, I just felt like it was the right moment. My question is... What do you think was going on in his, in his mind, and why was it so easy to get to the ring unchecked and attack Hart before anyone stepped in? Did they think it was staged? It appeared that Bret Hart's daughter, not his daughter, that was the daughter of Jim the Anvil Neidhart, uh, who was there, was the only one who immediately acted before security and other wrestlers tackled him. As always, thanks for the entertainment. P.S., you incorrectly posted your reply email as balljustpodcast at gmail.com in a prior tweet. Unless balljustpodcast is a new project. <laughs> nice. It's a new project. Uh, so, I thought the question was going to be if you could attack any wrestler uh, at all. Of fame the reason it was so easy one? is because uh, normally they do it uh, kind of like in a regular theater slash auditorium setting where everybody's on a stage this year they decided to do it where uh the fans were up in the seats and the 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 
the ceremony was being held in the ring. All the speeches were in the ring, and then the floor seats were where all the wrestlers and the families and invitees were. And so uh, that's how a person was able to just run into the ring. There were no guardrails, and there really wasn't uh, a lot of security. It just, I suppose, they just didn't think that would be a thing that would happen. Because every time a fan has ever ran into a wrestling ring, they get the living shit kicked out of them by 300 pound muscular people and it's always gone poorly for that person Mm -hmm. and so i guess they just didn't assume and that's why it was so easy for them to get in there however if you watch it when that guy gets in there uh and yes natty nightheart just kind of rolls with brett to, to get him out of the way uh uh the son of the british bulldog gets in there and shane mcmahon gets in there and they just start peppering this guy with shots. And then once the other wrestlers jump in there, there's a great shot of uh, of a guy by the name of Dash Wilder, who's a part of a tag team called The Revival, uh, who has the guy in a headlock as everybody else is holding this guy. And he just gives him one sh- swift uppercut into the face. And the guy's knees buckled. It was great. Hmm. I still think it's fake. I think it uh, was a quote-unquote Hitman oh, God. sent by it's such a troll. Vince McMahon. Still bad blood between Vince and the Hart family. Uh, Rightfully so. You're incorrect. Second one comes from Patrick. Greetings, men. First, I want to take the opportunity to remind you that our Swedish women sent you Canadians packing in the World Cup. Smiley face. No problem. Yeah, I wasn't that broken up about it. I mean, nobody was really going to beat the U.S. anyway. And I was thoroughly entertained by the United States uh, World Cup team. Didn't really watch it. Didn't watch it. I watched one game, I think. Uh, Whilst being on the subject of football, have you seen Gaelic football? This sport seems crazy. So I did a little research on Gaelic football. Do you know what Gaelic football is? No. The objective of the sport is to score by kicking or punching the ball into the other team's goals, and you get three points, or between two upright posts above the goals and over the crossbar, which is about eight feet above the ground, you get one point. Players advance the football, resembling a volleyball, up the field with a combination of carrying, bouncing, kicking, hand passing, and soloing, which is dropping the ball and then kicking it upward into your hands. Which seems really difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game is similar to Aussie rules football. Yeah, Women's Gaelic football has increased in popularity since the 1970s. Fun fact. On Bloody Sunday in 1920, during the Anglo-Irish War, a football match at Croke Park was attacked by British forces. 14 people were killed and 65 were injured. Among the dead was Tipperary footballer Michael Hogan, for whom the Hogan stand at Croke Park was named. Wow. Inform- in- very informative. Yeah. Did some research. I did. I've forgotten it all already. That's all right. Gaelic football. Uh, Patrick goes on to say, Don't think boxing is brought up too often on here, so I thought I'd ask you what you guys think of this. Mexican Rocky, Andrew, Andy Ruiz Jr., beating Anthony Joshua. 
Did not watch the fight. Did not watch highlights. Obviously heard about it. Big upset. No, he's kind of out of shape in comparison. Ne- never really been into boxing. My answer is exactly the same, except I ended up actually watching the fight. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, it reminded me of that episode of The Simpsons where Homer becomes a boxer. And he just takes punishment for 10 rounds until everybody is super tired and then he knocks them out. I don't think I've seen that one. No? Maybe I just made that episode up. It's possible. Okay. (laughs) I could be having a stroke. Smell toast? (laughs) Just burnt toast, thankfully. Uh, Right. So, yeah, if you ever have any questions or comments, you can uh, absolutely send them uh, our way and... uh, you can get a shout out on sack time, which is a huge honor. Email the biggest us, honor. The biggest honor possible. Uh, yeah, so uh, send us an email, balljustpodcast ball podcast <laughs> at uh, gmail.com and uh, do it on the Twitter as well, at balljunkpodcast and at the gas man lives. And do not send Frank anything uh, because uh, I'm a crotchety it's old It's not there. And he is a crotchety old man. So I'm on are vacation. You- <laughs> We're going to get ready to do the gas pedal. Thanks for uh, listening and uh, and uh, downloading this episode. Uh, you can get it on uh, all your favorite podcast apps. Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Is it on Spotify? Sean said he didn't know. Oh. He said he would check. <laughs> okay. But it is on Stitcher and it is on Google Play. Okay, nice. So we're all over the place. Anywhere you get your favorite podcasts, except maybe not Spotify. I don't know. You don't know. Sean said he didn't know. Anyway, ready for the gas pedal? Always. <sighs> Hartford Whalers legend Ron Francis will be named as the GM for the new Seattle NHL team. Is that a good choice? Of course. Will the Toronto Blue Jays deal pitchers Aaron Sanchez and Marcus Stroman before the MLB trade deadline? S- certainly. Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield won't apologize for calling his former coach Hugh Jackson fake on a scale of 1 to 10. How sick of a burn is calling someone fake? Two. Uh, ben Simmons won't play for Australia at the upcoming FIBA World Cup. Is that a big blow to the Aussies? Yeah. They do still have uh, Matthew uh, Della Vadova. True, but at, le- at least there won't be a Kardashian there. True. Uh, the British Open Championship kicks off this week. Who's your favorite to win? Tiger Woods. Roy McIlroy or Brooks Kepka? Only out of those three? Yeah. Brooks Kepka. Uh, WWE SummerSlam weekend comes to Toronto in August. Will you be attending any of the four big shows? There was talk about it, but I think no. Yeah, I don't think I'm going either. Uh, one bad boy is going to take a run at the OLG Canadian Triple Crown July 23rd in Fort Erie. What sport am I talking about? Uh, like horse racing? You are correct. <laughs> what, what day is that? Is that the same day Helix is playing? It, it might could be. be. Uh, uh, do you want to see one bad boy run? Yeah. I love the I love the racetrack. Awesome. Uh, Curling Canada has added a birthright status option to its residency rules for the 2019-2020 season, allowing athletes to represent the province or territory where they were born if they live outside of those borders. Controversial? Disgusting. That's the gas pedal. Frank, you passed. Uh, Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to uh, download, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and maybe Spotify. And we'll see you next time for episode 38. Everywhere I go.
I'm a ball. I just, I just, I 